0: another episode of the fun size podcast i'm so excited for today's episode because you are about to meet a pioneer of petite women's shoes never settle for small heels covered in cartoon characters from the kids section ever again because malinky shoes is a shoe shop for women with petite feet with shoe sizes ranging from U.S. kids size 12 to U.S. women size 6, Malinke is on a mission to make petite women feel empowered. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Sasha, the founder of this Heal Heaven for Women with Small Feet.
1: Hello. Hello, other petite women. I'm glad we're all here together.
0: Me too. I'm so excited to tell everybody about you and tell everybody about what amazing shoes you have to offer. So tell us a little bit more about you, the woman behind the brand. Okay, so my name is Sasha, like you
1: said. Um, I'm 4'8", so I'm definitely part of this community. Um, I live in South Florida. It's currently extraordinarily hot. Rains every day, but the beach is right there, and I love it over there. Um, I'm originally from Uzbekistan, so Ethnic, but my um, but I am Russian, so that's kind of where the name comes from. It's a it's a Russian, uh, it's a Russian word, Malinky. Um, some fun facts. I love being active. I'm an active bitch, especially if a if it comes to water stuff, kayaking, paddle boarding, swimming, just laying there. Love it. Um, I also used to do ballet gymnastics. And now I do aerial silks. And if you don't know what that is, think of like Cirque du Soleil people in the air with those giant silks. I also love animals. I have 11 pets at home, mostly cats, but dogs too. So that's me.
0: I love it. So what was your childhood like as a petite and how has it shaped you into the woman that you are today?
1: Um, I didn't notice it for a really long time that I was small. Um, no one really said anything until about middle school. So, like once you hit puberty and everyone's changing and developing in different ways. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm a little different. And then people start pointing it out and they're like, oh, my God, you're so small. I'm like,
0: so and.
1: Like, okay, like, you're really tall. You just grew in two days. What do you want me to say? Um, I do remember, though, in, like, elementary school, they would line us up in, like, size order. I don't know if it was, like, an organizational thing or what. It was kind of arbitrary, and I was always in the back of the line. I was like, okay, I guess I'm in the back of the line. It's kind of nice back here. No one's bothering me. Oh, that's weird that
0: they would put you in the back of the line. I, know. I always sounded that, like, that meant that I would have to go first in everything. That's where I found being yeah. put, which sucked.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, as a kid, I, it, like it didn't really cross my mind because it wasn't like happening enough. But middle school is really when I was like, oh, I'm kind of getting bullied now. Like people are saying things and they're being really rude about it. They're pointing it out. They're making fun of me. And yeah, then my self-esteem just kind of started going downhill because I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to be this way. Like society really doesn't appreciate me. And, you know, when, like, you have, like, the middle school dance and stuff and you see girls dressed up in a certain way and wearing heels because they're bigger than you <laughs> and they have bigger feet and their parents can buy them, like, heels and you're like, oh, I guess I can't do that. So it just kind of happened slowly over time and then still happened in high school. And Like, I was, I was kind of shy back then, so I was like, hey, this doesn't matter anyway. And then, you know, I got to college and... I was like, OK, I'm still small. <laughs> and then I worked in retail all, like, all through college. And I think that was the worst. That was when I realized like it's not just like a school thing. It's like adults are also they they also have a problem with me being small. And it's kind of funny because like in South Florida, everyone is small. The Latinos are all small. They're five, two and below. So I don't know what they're saying. Like, I know their grandmas are my height. so you're disrespecting your grandma by like going on about this. But yeah, in retail, I would literally have people like point at me and laugh and just ask like really rude questions or um, they have, um, what's it called? I guess, um, what would you call it? Like the accessible um, at the register. Like some of them are tall and some of them are shorter. So like if someone's in a wheelchair or something, so I'm like, can I go to a shorter one? Like, it's much more comfortable. <laughs> and they're like, okay, yeah, sure. And there was sometimes people will be like, oh my God, are you sitting? I'm like, would it matter if I was sitting? Like, I'm like, no, I'm not sitting. And they would call me like midget and stuff. I'm like, what's what's, are you okay? Like, are you not aware that that's a derogatory term? Like, so yeah, it's been like not a good time. And like, I think in college is when it like, really hit me like the worst and I was like really depressed about it. Like I didn't want to date. I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to make friends. I'm like, what if people are gonna say something? Like I don't have anything to say. And in retail, you can't say anything. You know that the customer's always right. So what am I gonna say? Like fuck off. Or people or people's kids would say something to me and I would look at the parent like and they would look back at me and I'm like this is your child. <laughs> like do you want me to say something? Cause I won't be nice. Not my kid, but I didn't say anything. But yeah, so fortunately, I was able to go to therapy and I didn't address this for a really long time. But eventually, I was like, I'm really sad. Like, I hate being in my body. I hate existing. Like, this really sucks. And my therapists are like, there's nothing to hate. Like, I'm like, oh, you're right. Um, But it, like, I feel a lot better about it now. I think because I have one therapy (laughs) and just I have like responses to things. Um, I've had a therapist be like, because I don't want to just come at everyone like all angry about it, because if I'm out in public, every time I go to Whole Foods, let me tell you, every time I go to Whole Foods, of all places, someone has something to say. They're like, hey, can I ask you something? I'm like, no, I know what it is. And like, I've cried about it. I've like shopped at Whole Foods and then cried about it. I don't know why Whole Foods of all places. Like, I really loved it there. <laughs> and then someone always has something to say they're like I don't want to be rude but I'm like why are you prefacing it that way it's weird it's so weird and then they act like I'm the bad guy but anyway (laughs) so therapy but like I don't want to come at them angry like no fuck off I know what you're gonna say because that doesn't make me feel good like I don't want to be that person and just that anger builds and I don't want that so I had one of my therapists be like okay let's Have like a tier of responses, starting at like one, being like, "Hey, like I don't want to answer questions like that. Like it makes me uncomfortable." And oftentimes they're like, "Okay, but it's just a question." I'm like, "Okay." Tier two, I said I don't want to say anything. Like it's none of your business. I'm like, "Okay, but like," and it's always it's always a fight, and I don't know why. And then tier three, literally, go fuck off. Where's your manager? Okay, I will hit him with the where's your manager cuz this is annoying and I want a discount for my troubles here. <laughs> but I think having that tear cuz ha- like I'm just out in public by myself and someone says something I'm like I'm trying to have a good time. Can I like not be bothered by how I look? Oh yeah, and that leads me into like getting into like messages about body positivity and even like body neutrality and feminism where it's like you can be the way you are. And I I know there's like a lot of bigger women who are like, I love my body or at least like I'm proud of my body and I don't care what anyone says or girls who have a lot of body hair. As a white person, I have no body. (laughs) But I know there's girls that do and they get a lot of shit for it. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to go outside with this body hair and I don't care. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to do that, too, with my little body. Like, leave me alone. So While I'm not like at a point where I'm like, oh, I love myself so much. Like, I'm so happy being short. But I do feel a lot better, like having tools and responses and and having like other women out there being like, I like my body for the way it is. And those are just good messages to have around. So I'm working on it. But at 27, I feel much better being in my body.
0: I love the idea of having tears as like a kind of comeback because I've always done that like in the moment, like I don't know what to say when those things happen. And I'm just like, I end up not saying anything at all. Or you're smiling and kind of like laughing about it. Cause I'm like, I don't know what to do in this situation. And then I walk away and I think of all the things that I could have said that would have been like really snarky and like really just sassy and kind of like come back at them and, and say things that are just, funny in a sense like that'll kind of catch them off guard yeah and i really i think i might actually like sit and write out like tears now like what i would actually say in those situations because
1: girl i have so many ideas i i've written them down and i can definitely share some with you because i love some of them <laughs> we
0: should totally we should totally go through that together <laughs> yeah i got you
1: i feel like if you do catch them off guard like what are they gonna say they can't just gonna be like, oh yeah they can't and like now they're uncomfortable too so
0: yeah and now you just turn that uncomfortableness like and pointed a mirror at them basically like this is basically what you just asked me so now go fuck off for real yeah go
1: fuck off
0: (laughs) isn't it amazing how people can easily make comments about our height but as soon as you change the word short to something else about Mm -hmm. your appearance like I don't know Weight or color of your skin, then it becomes something totally different. Then it's not just an innocent remark anymore. So why do people think it's okay to comment about our height? I know. You know what I'm trying to say. Like it's. Just...
1: Yeah. I feel like talking about people's weight has become much more stigmatized, and as it, as it should. I mean, you don't need to be coming up to people, talking about their weight either. You know, but yeah, for some reason, like us and super tall girls, like people don't care. They're like. I have the right to ask you about your body. And if you say no, you don't, they get mad and it's Mm -hmm. very weird. Like, why are you mad now? You know?
0: Or they're like, oh, I was just kidding. I was like, okay, well, what if I made a comment about your big nose? Like you would feel some type of way about it too. Right.
1: Like just, okay. I've had friends who have never said anything about my height. They're taller or they're like near my height never even thought about it they're like or if I like if I tell them like oh this person like was talking shit about my height they're like what why would they do that like it, it doesn't register to them that's how I know like some people are like not thinking like I don't I don't know what it is my therapist says don't even think don't bother <laughs> thinking about why they think that way but so like when people do come up to me and they have something to say about it I'm like red flag okay red flag why but no I, I think about it too like people don't or if you're really, you know what, they do it to really skinny girls too. Like it's, you don't know what their body is like. You don't know what they eat, you know? And it like, I don't know. They, people love talking shit about other people's bodies. And my therapist always remind me, it has nothing to do with you. It's their own insecurities. But I'm like, okay, well, their insecurities are making me insecure. <laughs> it it's, it's really frustrating. I don't like, we haven't made it to the point of people like feeling bad for us, you know? It's like, okay, you're short or you're tall. Like, it's not a problem. Like, I can make fun of you.
0: Yeah. Cause then they always back it up with, like, oh, but you'll always be cute. It's oh, like, yeah, but. Oh my God. I hate it. Yeah, but no. No,
1: I don't want to always be cute. Like, I want to be sexy sometimes. Or I want you to think I'm intimidating sometimes. And like, but I'm just cute. Like, you have issues. Like,
0: like, even if I'm mad, I'm just cute. Even if I'm trying to be sexy, I'm just cute. It's gross. Like, I yeah. Like I have things written down
1: to describe these moments, but in the moment, I could never think of it. Like, it's just, uh, uh, like, brain blank, because this is so stupid. Yeah,
0: because it, it cuts real deep when you're just, like, least expecting it. It just, like, comes out of nowhere, and you're like, yeah. but we weren't even talking about my height. Like, <laughs> where did this come from? So. Anyway, what are some of your, or what were some of your biggest struggles when it came to finding shoes?
1: So finding shoes as like a younger, a younger me, um, just a sad experience overall. I mean, like, it's hard to get excited when, you know, you're going to have to get something that's like Dora or Barbie. And it's like, I'm not going to do that. Or it's like, I don't know. Or it's like too small, you know, and it doesn't, it doesn't fit an adult and it was like it was just sad and it it it, it felt kind of embarrassing like being an adult and having to go into the kids section and then there's like moms like shopping for their kid and I'm like this doesn't feel good like this kind of feels wrong I feel like I like don't just don't belong as an adult like it's like an isolating experience like I can't shop with my friends you know, for shoes, like we can't enjoy it together. It's like I something I have to do alone. And I'm like, I want to be with the girlies like this. This isn't fun.
0: So it's an overall yucky experience. Yeah, totally not empowering in any way, shape or form. Yeah. So I love that you created this shoe brand to kind of solve that problem, not just for you, but for other women who are also petite and have those smaller feet. I unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, am not one of those (laughs) girls. I, I wear a six and a half, which is like just on the cusp, which luckily I can still fit into your shoes, which is fantastic. I was really excited about that, but yeah, I don't share those extreme struggles as you, but I feel like I get a ton of questions all the time from my followers. Like, where do you find your shoes? I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. My feet are probably ginormous compared to yours. <laughs> like, I don't know. I I don't have an answer for you. And then that's when I stumbled across your account. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. We need more people like you. So what does Malanaki mean? And Please tell the listeners how to correctly pronounce it because I keep uh, feeling like I'm butchering it. <laughs> okay, so
1: malinki with a soft L, but you guys can say Malinki. That would be also appropriate. <laughs> um, it means small in Russian. Um, and it was literally one of the first things I thought of when I was thinking of creating this. Um, my friend did help me with it because he loves Russian. He's like, it has to represent you. Um so yeah, it means small. I
0: love that. I think that's so cute.
1: I love it too. But I feel like it, like when you put it, like you spell it out in English, it looks like a strong word. It has this big M, it has this strong A, but it ends with like a dainty I. I was like, I love how this looks. This is delicious. But yeah, um, I mean, it represents my shoe size. (laughs) Me as a person, small, but like Russian too. So I, I'm Russian. So like, it's, it's strong, but not
0: in your face, you know? Yeah. Love it. Powerful and empowering. Yes. So how was your brand born? Was there like a pivotal event that prompted you to create it? Or was there several compounding moments? Like, tell us what happened.
1: Um, I feel like it's been like a long time coming. I mean, you know, being someone who, like, I've always loved fashion. I literally wanted to be, you know, from The Devil Wears Prada, I think it was Miranda. She was, like, the fashion editor. I saw her, and I was like, I want to be that. I want that. I want people to fear me. I think that was also because, like, I felt so unempowered. Like, if I'm Miranda, I can tell everyone what to do, and they're not going to say anything to me. But... I don't know. I've always loved fashion. I've always been cutting things out of magazines and I wanted to do something in fashion, but came college. That's not what I did. (laughs) Um, It just kind of felt like something like, I'm like, there's no way, like, it's just not going to happen. But, but again, like, you know, going through life as someone with small feet, never found shoes that were like for adults, like a small adult. And it like, it always made me feel like. Some type of way. And when I would see girls dress up, especially in college, they're going to parties and they look so cute. And I'm like, okay, well, I know I'm going to have to wear my flats. And I just, I don't feel cute. Like, I can't, I don't want to say compete, but I feel like I just, I can't be on that level of like, oh, I feel so good. Like, because I have like a shoe that matches my outfit. Because I feel like it's a little easier to find outfits or at least like trim them if they're too long. (laughs) But shoes, you can't do that. And again in college. This was clearly a pivotal time in my life. I had a coworker who was also petite. And sometimes she talked about how she's like, oh, I'm going to (laughs) start. Like, I didn't really think about it. I was just like, that sounds like a lot of trouble. Good luck. Um, But then when I got home, I was just kind of flailing. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was hanging out with one of my friends and he, he's someone who gets very excited about new ideas. And I, um, and he knew that, like, you know, I like fashion. I wanted to be able to wear cute heels. And, like, he has a lot of, like, petite cousins and his grandma and his mom, and they're all Latin, so they're small. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you know, everyone back in Colombia, they have small feet, blah, blah, blah. You know, you should just, like, start a company. I was like, okay, relax. But eventually, like, because I, I wasn't really doing anything with my life, I was like, he's like, oh, like, my family has, factory so we can like do it I was like okay <laughs> I like, yeah, let, let's do it I like let's get some samples and everything and so we got some samples and I was like oh this is really like in front of my face and like now I kind of want to do it like it's kind of exciting now and you know I also didn't want to work for anybody so it's really exciting <laughs> to be like oh eventually I could be my own boss like and not listen to anyone and like do all these things and uh, and just, like, make my own schedule, whatever. <laughs> um, so, I mean, things didn't work out with him, but ever, like, since I got those shoes, I was, like, I have to make this happen, like. And I just kind of did. Um, I really didn't know where to start. I didn't have any contact with his family in Colombia. So I'm, like, I'm going to have to figure out my own way. And so that's where I started. And I, like, looked at, you know, what do the ladies want? What do I want? You know, I mean, I feel like I'm also like a customer here. Like what kind of shoes do I need? Like, you know, some basics, some fun things, some trendy things. And it really just started thanks to all these people being like, hey, Sasha, just like, isn't this a good idea? Isn't this a good idea? Isn't this a good idea? I'm like, okay, you're right. It's a good idea.
0: <laughs> so that's how it started. Are you hungry for some meals and treats in the perfect petite portions for your fitness goals? I got you covered, girl. Download my free Fun Size Recipe Library filled with over 36 recipes made for a petite by a petite. Just go to funsize.life slash recipes for free entry to my collection of healthy recipes. So you have this brilliant idea to create your own line of shoes to help other women. What happened... Next. Like, I know you talked a little bit already about kind of working your, with your friend and trying to find a manufacturer, but like, what were the first steps to get your company up and running and what kind of challenges did you face?
1: It was, it was a blur. I feel like a lot of people put, put down like a list of like, here's all the things I need to do. And I did that too. It's like step one, step two, step three. Um, I, like my biggest challenge was myself and my mindset and being like, well, one, I was overwhelmed. I'm like, it's it's a lot to start your own company. There's a lot of steps involved, especially when you have inventory and you have to deal with inventory. Um, I think the first thing for me was the branding, I guess, because that's like the fun part for me. I'm like, if I can see all the colors and everything, it's gonna help me make decisions in the future because, like, I'm just a visual person. So, getting like the basics of you know what do I want this to look like? And having the name Malinki in the beginning, um, and then I think like the next part was doing some research about what do the girls want. You know what are what is everyone else selling, and what what can I do different? I guess you know because this I can't compete with someone like let's say Fashion Nova. I can't that that's a lot. Also, it's unsustainable. So. I'm like, how do I do this in a way that makes sense to me? And for the petite girls, you know, like we have unique challenges. Like there's mm-hmm. some shoes that like girls with size six feet have in their closet already. You like need some pumps for work or you're going to the beach or you guys don't have a beach in Nevada, right? So
0: no, <laughs> I used to live in Florida though. So yeah. I, I get that. I get it. Um, or, or whatever. You're going to the park
1: or you're, I don't know, going to go to brunch girly's love lips <laughs> so you know there's just some basics that we don't have or we have to you know keep looking for so I'm like okay let's start with like the basics so let's have some things for like a few events and then I also had to do research for like how to talk to manufacturers <laughs> so I'm like what do I even say like I really didn't know what to do like I had such imposter syndrome like who am I to be doing this. Like, I don't have any business experience. Like I work in marketing and that's about it. Like, I don't, I don't know anything. Like I'm not a boss. Like, and then, you know, there was like those self-defeating thoughts that like society put in my head that were like, you're small, stay small. And I'm like, ew, don't like that. So it's really just pushing past those things and like being the woman that like I want to represent in this company, the one that's like being small, literally doesn't mean anything. And just because you don't know where to start doesn't mean you can't do something. So and this is really long winded, but that's that's how it was like starting out. It was really just a mess. But eventually, I think once like I put down the money to put in the orders, I was like, oh, my God, like I really just committed financially. <laughs> it's here now. I have to start. And then it was like I actually started on Etsy first because that was like, there's already an audience. They kicked me off, but that's oh, okay. Really? Um, yeah. Cause I think they changed their um, criteria for what you can put on there. And I was like, okay, well, you know what? Fine. I guess I'll go get a website, which I wanted to anyway. I was like, fuck it's time. I guess I have to do the website. But that was like months later. I love it
0: though. I feel like that's the universe telling you to go bigger.
1: Yeah. I think so too. The universe is very much like stop doing that stop stop thinking small you need to you need to level up because you know you can I'm like you're right I know (laughs) I don't feel like it but it's like you have to I like my website I think she's pretty cute um and at that point thankfully I had some like website doing experience so I was like okay this isn't too terrifying but yeah it was once I put that first order in that I was like oh it's real (laughs) and then you get the shoes months later and then you're like, oh, my God, then it's the next step and the next step. And now I'm here. Now I have a little more experience of like working with manufacturers, talking about things, talking about prices and figuring out how to do things. So now I'm at a place where I'm like, OK, I did it once. I can do it again. So, yeah, it's really just a whole bunch of Googling. How do I do this? And then being like, OK, I don't 100 percent know how to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. And <laughs> we have Google.
0: Yeah. Google's <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's just like one little step at a time just like taking it in wow. chunks like I'm personally starting to create a fun size brand um, of clothing and I'm in the same boat right now where I'm like I don't even know where to start I've never done this before I don't know what direction to go in and like you said it's just a matter of googling everything at this point and like kind of learning my options and trying to take it slow I'm a very As soon as I have an idea, like, I just want to execute and do it like tomorrow. Like I'm, I'm just so aggressive like that. And so like, I had this idea a month ago and I'm like, cool, I can like launch it in the fall. And I'm like, wait, slow down here there's a lot of steps here. (laughs) You're going to overwhelm yourself if you're going to have an unrealistic goal like that. So
1: yeah, and things always come up, you know?
0: So what would you say to someone who wants to start a petite line, whether that's shoes or clothes or whatever else? Like, how would you encourage them?
1: I would say just do it because that has been my motto. Um, Nike really got it right when they say just freaking do it. Um, No matter where you're starting, Um, And I have to remind myself that all the time, because the only way that like you can learn things is by learning and doing. Yeah. And by doing it, because you're going to find out like, oh, I'm not good at this, but I can get better. Or I don't know how to do this. Or I really know how to do this. And that's really great. But there's just there's also a lot of resources online. You just really have to do a lot of research. I feel like most of me doing this is just a ton of research and seeing what other people have to say. But. Yeah. Do the research. And I don't like one of my things when I first started was like, there's not a lot of small shoe stores. Like I know they exist. I just didn't really like them. But, and I was like, oh, but it was already done. Like no one's going to like mine. Like I can't do this. And, but when I looked up like business inspiration things on YouTube, they were like, it it's like a really great thing that someone has already done what you're doing. Because if they're finding success in it, that means you also can. And just because something exists doesn't mean it exists like with your flavor in it. And someone really might want the way you're doing things. Like there's so many like business coaches that I like follow. Well, it's not, not that many. I have a very particular brand that I like. But there's some that are very aggressive. Even though they're saying something that's like true, the message won't come to me because I don't like the way they're doing it. I don't like them. I don't like their energy. But then there's other, like, women. They're, like, they're much softer about it. And I'm, like, you are so cool. And I'm going to listen to you. And, like, it's the same thing. With, like, if someone else is going to do shoes, they're not going to do it the same way I'm doing it. You know, like, they don't, they don't have my exact experiences. They don't have, like, my strengths or weaknesses or, like, my thought patterns. Mine is just all over the place. Theirs might be really like organized (laughs) so it's really a good thing if someone is already doing what you're doing it's like um besides all the example that I gave it's like Rihanna doing makeup like people have already done makeup and there's like tons of brands she's competing with but no one's doing makeup like Rihanna and it's Rihanna so who are you gonna buy like the brand that like you're like eh, they don't really have my colors and then here comes Rihanna. And you're like, she has literally everything I need.
0: So I love that example because it's so true. Like, it's like, it's just because it's her and her vibe that people kind of gravitate towards that. So what makes your brand different? Like, what is it that kind of, how do you show yourself through your shoes?
1: I think it's the way that like, I think about things, like the styles that I choose to make. I don't know. Like I, I haven't like shown everything about myself just because like I have some limitations with doing that but I feel like one of my strengths is like creativity and I and I I'm someone who loves like immersive experiences and I for me things connect everywhere and something I want with my brand is for things to connect like every shoe is like a person basically like they have a name like not just because like that's the name of the shoe but like to me, like, that's a different woman, you know, like, Madison is one type of woman, she's kind of, like, a cool aunt, you know, like, that's what I think of, and here's her story, here's how she is, like, here's how you can connect to her, and, like, she is this style on purpose, and her name is Madison on purpose, and this is her story on purpose, and, you know, that's different from, what's her name, was it Charlotte, I think, I think the the pumps I have, like, the basic, like, Humps that I have, like that's a different kind of woman too. She's more on her grind. She's very like, she's someone I can't always relate to, but she's someone I want to channel when I'm like, okay, it's really time to get in get to business and do shit
0: and that boss babe vibe. Yeah, just
1: be that boss babe vibe. And I feel like that fit and that shape and the colors of that shoe just like really reflect that. And I feel like that's like my bread and butter. That's really how like Malinky started in the creative brainstorming part for me. I'm like, I love this. And like, in like my marketing job, like I write a lot. So I feel like that's how it all started. But I feel like other people aren't really doing that. They're just like, here's this shoe. Here's what she looks like. I'm like, love that. But who is she? Huh? Who is she? So that's what it is.
0: And also that you are the customer too. Like you said, earlier, it's like, you know, the struggles and you know, what's not out there for people like you. So you want to kind of fill in the gaps and provide what other companies aren't providing. And I think that's amazing. I think that your brand is just so unique. I mean, it's super small, super niche, but it's just, it's so perfect. And I want like, everybody to know about you because I think that you're doing something that's just so amazing
1: yeah and I I want like 20 girls like me to be to feel empowered like even if it's like it's just a shoe but is it is it just a shoe like it's not like for me for my whole life it's been more than that it's been like kind of a gateway to being like to feeling more included to feeling uh, like myself like like a full-bodied me rather than just like someone wearing flats like I love flats but not when I'm trying to feel like a bad bitch
0: yeah I hate flats I
1: <laughs> I find them really comfortable but not always
0: the only time I want to wear flats is if it's like sandals to the beach that I don't have or sneakers
1: <laughs> I do like sneakers too they're they're a vibe especially down yeah here. they are
0: they are. Um, I'm gonna put in a ticket here. I have been wearing these platform sandals that are probably like two and a half inches, and they're fantastic. So if you could find some platform sandals like that or make them, I mean.
1: No, I have been thinking like, do I only want to do heels forever? I don't think so, because I feel like a lot of people love sandals. I don't. I don't love sandals, but I feel like if they're two inches off the ground and the dirt is not getting into my toes, I think I'll like them much more because I'm, or like if the flats were really cute, like the kids' flats are still like, I still have to search so hard to find one that's like, oh, that's an adult shoe, you know, like something, something creative and fun. And someone would be like, oh my God, I love your flats. Where'd you get them? And they'll be like, um, they're too small for you. Sorry. This is exclusive.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I love that. Like, no, you will never be able to fit in this just for petite girls only. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any, uh, shoe styling tips for petites?
1: Um, I really wish I did. I, I don't know that much about styling, but I know that there's so many women on the internet who do on, on, on Instagram, especially, and TikTok, like, I don't know if you've seen the video that's, like, um, with those lace-up heels that they, like, tie it under the shoe, and then, and then it doesn't fall off. Um,
0: I have not seen that. I need to find that.
1: I can send it to you, because I see it all the time, just because, like, I follow, like, fashion people, and it's, I was, like, who thought of this? What genius, like, considered this but yeah there I don't have any tips um except prepare your heels if you need to like if you're slipping or if it's like chafing or something put those sticky things on it like don't suffer don't suffer um put band-aids on I there is this one woman I follow this one account she's like all about like foot health in heels and it's genius like it's so niche and so perfect I can share that too but just take care of your feet I mean, if you're gonna wear heels, don't suffer. I don't, I don't believe in suffering for things. Um, give your feet a massage when you're done, put them up the wall, um, put them in a nice little Epsom salt bath, like treat yourself afterwards. Don't, don't, don't cry, please. Wear your heels and then take care of your
0: feet. <laughs> yeah, take care of your feet, I love that. So what's on the horizon for you? Like, Where do you see your brand going? Yeah,
1: as I said, I'm, like, not good at, like, doing things <laughs> logically and in a plan. Um, I'm trying to go with, like, my gut because I feel like that's really what has been helping me succeed in any of this. Um, I just know that I want to bring in, like, more of me into the brand. Like, I want to bring, like, some handmade touches. Um, I have really cute ideas for that. Just wait on that. Um And I just want to be working with more people because like, I want this to be a community. You know, I don't want the petite girls to be feeling left out. I don't want anyone to like go on my site or go on my social media and be like, this is a brand. Like, I want them to be like, I feel at home here. Like I feel safe. I feel represented. I feel like I have this favorite shoe because it represents me like, and I feel empowered here. And I feel like there's so many, different kind of petite women, as you know, but I feel like society has like put us into a box of like cute petite girls, like yuck, no thank you. I just want to be showing like, there's goth petite girls. There's, I don't know, very cutesy girly ones. They're like of all like, types and genres. And like, I just want that to be, I want to work with all these girls and to showcase them and make shoes after them. And that's what I want to be doing in five years.
0: I think it's so true what you say about like having community because in our local communities and like our just day to day lives. We don't have that space where we feel seen and heard sometimes. And it's just because we're petite and people are towering over us. So like having that place to go to online where we can connect with other women who share the same struggles, I think is so powerful. And that's how I feel when I find brands like yours and I go to your website. I'm like, she gets me like she understands. And I feel like that's we need to see much, much more of that, especially in the petite community. So thank
1: you for that. Yeah. Like you said, when you're out in public, like there's few people that you're going to like run into and be like, hi, community partner. Like everyone is taller and it's like, "Mm, I just kind of want to stay away from you. Or if they're like looking at you a certain way, like, you know, that look like, oh no, they're about to come up to me and like make it weird. But yeah, like if I want to know that there's other girls like me and they do feel the same and they've had similar experiences and they like want better for their lives and be like and be in a community where no one is like belittling you we're just like we're just people all together in one spot and we can like feel comfortable like being our true selves rather than having to like put up some kind of front because I feel like I have to put up some kind of front when I'm in public like put on my big girl pants and I don't like that like God forbid, like, I want to be cute one day, I'm afraid that I'll be labeled as, like, a little girl, and I'm, like, dislike. At least online, I can be cute with my girls, okay, but not in
0: public. I think of that all the time, like, oh, my God, the other day, I was looking at um, someone was wearing, like, a backpack that was like very cutesy it was like a little duck or something and it was like adorable and I'm like oh my god that's so cute I want it and then I was thinking about it, I'm it like if I wear that someone's gonna think I'm a child and I can't oh. and it's, it's like one of those things where it's like I think it's so cute but I can't actually execute it because I'm worried about what other people are gonna say or think And that's unfortunate. You know what I mean? Like, that's just really (laughs) shitty.
1: Yeah. I like, I really want to get to a point with my own self-esteem and self-image where I can wear that ducky backpack and I can kind of dress like a child. And if someone says something or thinks something, then I don't care. Like I'm so happy with my little ducky backpack that it really doesn't matter. But I'm not at that point yet, and but I really wish that for all of us, that we can just exist the way we are, even if it seems childlike, and we're just free and happy, but for now, I guess we'll do it online. But I mean, if, there's any, if any of your listeners are truly like, I love being small, and I live my life the way I want to, um, hit me up, because I want to know <laughs> how you've gotten to this place. I feel like that's such a powerful place to be like you are truly unstoppable if you don't even consider like what other people might in public.
0: I love that. I feel like a lot of us are still trying to get there as well. Well, I appreciate you so much for sharing your story and being so vulnerable and just being a petite pioneer in helping our tiny but mighty community feel empowered. So please tell the listeners where they can find you and shop your shoes.
1: Of course. You can find me on Instagram at malinky Shoes one word And my website is mylinky shoes.com. Very easy to remember. Um to talk about the coupon code. Yeah,
0: let's give them a coupon. Code. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> also got the coupon code. You can use fun size 15 for a 50% off coupon. Any shoe. Woo-hoo! And if you spent over 75, free shipping. Yeah,
0: definitely take advantage of that. I recently bought the Madison shoe in white because I, for some reason, don't have any heels that are just like all white. So I was like, this is perfect. Now I have... I can complete my collection finally. And I love it. And like I said, I'm a size six and a half normally, but I got a size six because that's your highest shoe size. And I was a little nervous because I was like, I don't even know if these are going to fit and I'm going to have to send them back. But literally like they fit perfectly. If I was half a size bigger, they would not, but luckily I could squeeze into your shoes and I'm really I'm excited glad. about it. I'm
1: glad. I hope you feel like a brat doll in them because that's how I feel.
0: I do. <laughs> they are super sassy. Like they're, like you said earlier, I'm like, yeah, she definitely has a personality for sure. Yeah.
1: Especially like I wanted to um, do the white one just for funsies. So like all the other colors are like those jewel tones, sassy jewel tones. I think jewel is mm-hmm. very sassy. And then white is like the diamond, you got the diamond color. So look at you. You're
0: I know, I was so torn. I was like, I either want the blue, the pink or the white. And I was thinking about it and thinking about it. I'm like, I will probably never wear the blue or the pink anywhere, but inside my house, just because oh, I so tend cool. to not wear super bright clothes. And like, if I'm going to wear the shit out of these shoes, it's going to be the white one. And so that's why I chose it.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, this one's very specific. Like I was like, I... I'm going out with the girls and the gays with these. (laughs) That's what these are for. I'm gonna look annoying
0: out here on purpose. So that's what they're for. I fucking love it. Well, awesome. Just for fun, last question here. If you could eliminate any short girl problem, what would it be? Not being able to see at concerts, okay?
1: I wanna be able to stand in the crowd and see. I don't want to go on your shoulders. It's, It's too much effort, okay? I and like there's people who don't let me get in front of them, and I don't know why. I'm like you won't even see me. Like I, I recently was it recently? Maybe like a year ago. I'd say that's pretty recent. A year ago, I went to like this little festival thing, and I was trying to get to the front of like it it was only standing, so I had no choice. I was trying to get to the very front. I can't tell you how much of a mission it was. I was like, "Can I get in front of you?" And they're just like, "I'm like, why are you like this?" But I finally made it. Like. Behind the person that was in front, they were like six feet tall. I shit you not, they were six feet tall. And I, I, I went like, "Hello, can I get in front of you?" And they, they looked at me, made eye contact, turned away. I was like, "Okay, um, I, okay, well, I guess I'll be sniffing your armpit the whole time."
0: Oh my god. Every
1: issue, I'm okay with. You know, climbing to get groceries, I'm okay with that. Climbing my counters. I'm okay with that. Um, Being able to hide in cabinets, I'm okay with it. Um, Not concerts, okay? Because I can't control other people. I just, I want this solved. (laughs) I want to have fun with my taller friends.
0: I can't. oh my god it's so true we recently went to a concert and we were not in the standing area and my boyfriend was like oh next time we should get tickets down there I'm like absolutely not he's like why I'm like I will not see anything <laughs> I will sit or I'll stand there miserable because yeah, people don't get it I'll just be looking at people's backs or something yeah. I don't even know
1: hot down there
0: I was so it is so hot. I was like I can't even breathe so oh, yeah, no. this is the biggest issue for me. <laughs> I totally agree. Well, thank you so much for being here and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Of course, you too. This was very fun. I love this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you normally wear below a shoe size six and a half, please go follow her and check out her shoes. I've put all the links in the show description. And please share this episode with your petite pals who share this struggle so we can let them know there are options out there and we don't have to settle for the kids section. Thanks again for listening. And as always, I'll catch you in the next episode.
1: Yeah. Thank you. This was, this was so cute. You're so cute. Thank you for laughing.